Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. Well, it's not JFK appealing to the Americans. It's actually Simon Harris, the higher education minister. He is trying to appeal to those in the construction industry abroad to come back home. They've launched a three-quarter of a million euro campaign to try and increase the number of men and women who are working in the construction sector. So if you're wherever you are abroad today working in the construction industry, the government here are now encouraging you to come back home. 1800 453 106 is the number. I want to chat to people today about this. Barry is with us on the line in New Zealand. Barry, the government wants you home. Will you answer Ireland's call? Well, I'm actually looking at... Um, how are you doing, by the way? Sorry. Um, I'm looking at moving home this year. So okay. um, it's great to hear that they're... No, I haven't heard they what they're actually you. doing, but... Um, <laughs> good, good, good. But you were planning um, to come so home, what, I'm sure, before you heard Simon Harris's appeal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so what, what actually are they doing? So they're trying to get... People like yourself, your friends, your colleagues in New Zealand working in any of the construction-related industries to come back home. It's really just an advertising, it's a marketing campaign to get people back home because we need to increase the supply of houses here in Ireland. Now, I don't know where you're going to live, by the way, when you do get home. That's Yeah, I suppose the biggest roadblocks I see is finding a place to live. Um, And then the other one would be tax, the higher tax. Like New Zealand is... I think it's 33% tax and in Ireland's what 40 depending on, so, on yeah, the salaries yeah so that's so mm. but but the idea of coming back home it's on your radar Barry already though yes correct yeah and why is that yeah um I was home for three months uh, end of 2022 and beginning of um last year and um yeah it was it was yeah it was just eye-opening to be honest and it kind of it was yeah, it was an emotional time as well. And I was thinking, yeah, what am I doing? I'm going to have to make a decision here. And yes, I've decided to come back. Eye-opening <clears throat> in the sense that you miss family and friends? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. How long are you in New yeah. Zealand? Um, I left in 2011. So it was at the height of the recession. Yeah. Um, so thir- 13 years. Yeah. Wow. And presumably you have a good life out there, enjoying it? Ah, yeah, like New Zealand's, a great, I've been there 13 years, like it, it is a great place to live, but, you know, it's just at a point now where, yeah, you, you just have the family and friends, it's just, um, it's a bigger pull than than the, yeah. the nice life that is there. Okay, so it's, the, the you know, the attraction is there for you to come back to the Emerald Isle, um, and you're you're already thinking about doing it and, and trying to, to plan it. Do you have, you know, do you have issues around, or queer, you know, any hesitation about trying to get a house, getting on the housing ladder in Ireland, getting a job? Yeah, yeah. Like the job is the first thing. So I'm currently in the process of, of looking there. A few interviews lined up. Um, the house, yeah, that's another another question mark, obviously. Um, to sell up in New Zealand and, yeah, and start looking in Ireland. It's not going to be easy. Any account. Um, so, yeah, it's. I'm not expecting it to be... A, easy transition, even opening up a bank account, you need a place to live, you need a bill in your name. So, you know, it's <laughs> it's kind of egg before chicken. 
Um, so yeah, look, there is roadblocks, but you just have to make overcome do and overcome. Them, yeah. are, are you, sorry, did you are you self-employed in New Zealand, Barry? No, no, I work for a manufacturing company. Okay, okay. Damien is with us as well on the line, Barry. Um, Damien, you're currently in Perth, Damien, is that right? Yes, that's correct. Yeah. Do you think this marketing campaign by the government to try and attract the likes of yourself and, and Barry and to get others back home, will it work? I don't, for, for me, probably not. No, and the people who I know, um, they're pretty well set up here in Perth, Western Australia and yeah, it, it needs to be a strong marketing campaign and like the money in the construction sector at the moment in all sectors, residential, civil, commercial, uh, in the resources, the mining sector, the money that is being swung around at the minute is there's lots of cash to be made here and there's lots of opportunities. If you're willing to have a crack, uh, you can actually set yourself up uh, quite quite well. Uh, so there's lots of opportunities to go. So it needs to be a pretty strong marketing campaign to start drawing people back. I wonder would a marketing campaign even work? You know, like a, well, to me, that's the first I heard of it. Uh, my wife works in marketing. Uh, she's from Australia. That's the first I've ever heard of this marketing campaign. So we haven't seen it. Um, and I would say it needs to be a pretty strong, a uh, pretty strong marketing campaign. Like I've got friends um, who owner operators in the construction space in different sectors, and they have they have done absolutely amazing for themselves. Put the head down, and they've actually made a really strong uh, presence for themselves. And, and that's their company, and they've done well. So it needs to be a really, really strong. Uh, marketing campaign stop bringing people back. I would think. Well, I think to be fair to to Simon Harris and the government, I think they've they, I think they've actually only just launched it. I think it is only I, the first I heard of it. Certainly was uh, was this morning. But I just wonder, like, is it? Do you not need better incentives to try and get people to come back home? Looking at the life that you have in Perth, Damien, that Barry has in New Zealand, than launching a sort of a, a flashy marketing campaign. I would think so. There'd have to be some type of draw card there. And as Barry said earlier about the accommodation and stuff like that, you're going back and you're starting from scratch. That's scratch again. That's banks. That's all your all your taxes. All have to set all that back up again. So you would need some type of draw card, some some incentive to get it back. It's not a case. Look, there's heaps of work here. Come back. Uh, they would need something a little bit extra uh, to start drawing people back. But once again, yeah, you can never rule it out. And I do know people who is packed up and. And moved back to Ireland. Uh, I had an auntie who moved back to back to Ireland after forty five years in Australia. So it does okay. happen. Yeah. And uh, so as they say, you can't rule it out. And home is always home. Uh, there's always a soft soft spot for home. So you can never rule it out. Yeah. But they would need a pretty pretty impressive drawcard to get people back. How long are you in Perth, Damien? Um, so I've been in Australia seventeen years. I've been in Perth wow. since two thousand and fifteen. I lived in uh, Queensland uh, before that um, for for eight nine years. And are, are you similar to Barry in that, you know, you, it was sort of in the back of your mind that the time will come that you will come home anyway? Look, unfortunately, I'd probably have to break <laughs> break the bad news to a few people if they're listening back home. Uh, it's not in the back of my mind. It's not even on my radar just yet. Really? I'm really fortunate that my wife is from Athlone. Um, I'm from uh, up there, up in Tyrone. I've uh, got a beautiful six-year-old son and, you know, we've kind of set up a family here. So this is this is our home. And uh, it it's not even on our radar yet. So I don't even know if it will be. I shouldn't say it yet. It's not on our radar. Yeah, not, on, not on the radar. Okay. Um, Lara in Dublin has got in touch on WhatsApp. He says, why would anybody move back to Ireland with the high income tax rates, the high cost of living, worst public transport infrastructure in Europe? 87 106 is the WhatsApp number. Kieran is on the line too. Kieran Breen from um, Kieran Breen Construction. Do you think this will attract construction workers and, and those in the 
construction, in, you know, related industries, Kieran. Do you think this kind of a campaign will bring them home? Um, I don't think so. I don't think so. No, I think I think um, like the first thing I'd be asking is um, the fifty thousand jobs. Where where are those jobs? And like um, probably the answer to that is most of them are going to be in Dublin. So um, that's where all the big projects are. I'm down in County Clare now, and there's no, there's no big projects going on down here. So if you were from County Clare and you're out in Australia, they're telling you come home for work. Do you know, like the work's going to be in Dublin. So you, the minute you get here, then you're in the rat race looking for an apartment, looking for you know looking for a place to live and just to get 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 going again here. So I I don't. I don't think it's going to be. It's like unless, as the, the last man said, there is it's going to be very attractive, you know. Um, like a lot of the lads, like in their own, in they probably want to move back to their home county, like the other men, back to family and friends. But you know that's not going to happen. Like if they're coming home, they're probably going to be Dublin, Cork, Limerick, or somewhere one of the big centres where the big projects are. How, what do you think we should do, Kieran? as somebody that's working in the industry, you know, in, in Ireland at the moment? Like, what sort of incentives do the government need to try and bring people back home? Um, I have to kind of, you know, it's, it's, it's like they're, they're caught in a, in a vicious cycle, really. Like, you know, you need people to build houses, but you, they need houses to move back to. So you know there's, there's a lot of there's a lot of things wrong, and you know, um, let's say like they, they pretty good healthcare and you know they're coming back here to it's doomsday if you like record numbers on trolleys down in Limerick and all this you know people are looking at that like so maybe like they should try and fix the country before they they start trying to bring people back to it you see, the idea, Barry, of, of coming home and, and really only be able, you know, being able to get a lot of work if you want to make money in Dublin, does that appeal to you? No, no, I wouldn't be looking at Dublin. It'd be the last place I'd look. <laughs> yeah, to live in, and work in. Yeah, yeah, no, I'd avoid Dublin. But like, they need to be specific, like what, like a marketing campaign, like, you know, what is it like? It needs to be you know, tangible, what, what what actually is the incentives and, you know, what, so that it's clear, like, if people are moving back, you know, that there's a, a clear path and what they should do. I don't, I don't really know even that there is. Like, from what I can see this morning is that they're talking about, um, you know, measures to boost the labour market, peer-to-peer campaigns for people aged 18 to 24 to show them the value of careers in construction. Working with guidance counsellors will also target Irish workers abroad uh, who live abroad to come home and, and help build a home. But sure, like, Kieran, yeah. you know better than anybody at the moment as somebody working in the construction industry here. We've no houses. We can't get people to build them. But I, I'll, I'll tell you now, like the biggest disaster here at the moment is the apprenticeships uh, in Ireland. The uh, the old apprenticeship model is still up and running, and it's not fit for purpose. So, like, uh, um, it, they're finding it hard to get get people into this system, and builders um, don't want to take young apprentices on because it does cost too much money, and they're putting them into as I say a system that's not fit for purpose. So, you, like, they're, they're, the the problems are, are, are it's not just one problem here at the minute. And there's no um, there's no uh, plan or there's no forward thinking. It's like they just get into a hole and then they say, oh, how are we going to get out of the hole? So maybe if they didn't go into the hole in the first place, they'd be better off. 
There's a text here from a listener who says, I work in construction in Ireland. My son is also a civil engineer currently in Melbourne. The respect and work-life balance that he receives is certainly far greater than we get uh, here at home in Ireland in the same industry. So I tell him to stay where he is. The high tax that we pay, the lack of housing, the pure abuse that we've to suffer in the sector for very basic pay isn't worth it. He can save about €500 a week, even with a nice home and a great lifestyle. Nobody could afford to do that in the same position here. Is that your experience, Karen? Oh yeah, 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 for sure. I, I actually lived in um, I lived in San Francisco for ten years. Um, I'm home about, I suppose, home about thirteen years now. But there's no, no, like over there, just um, the money you'd have to spare. You know, the excess of money after you pay all your bills, you'd never, you'd never ever have that here ever. Niall is on the line as well, Kieran. Um, you've been listening to to this discussion, Niall, for the past few minutes. What's your situation? Are, are you back home? I'm back home. Yes, yeah. so, I came back here in 2016. I was over there from 2012 to 16. Now, I wasn't in control, construction industry, but I was just over there anyway. I was in transport, and I remember when we came back in 2012 for a wedding. We remember saying, "Oh God, we miss all this at home. Miss all this at home." I find when you're away, you miss all the good things, but when you come back. You suddenly realize the bad things are still here as well. And they're actually worse than in the other countries, particularly in Australia. I was in Melbourne. Right. Do you regret the and decision, uh, yeah. Niall? Oh, God, God, yeah, yes. Do you? Very much. I do, I do. I like, at the, I was a sort of thing, you know, when you said, yes, everything is brilliant back here, but it's not. The bed, I had a much better lifestyle there. We'd actually, more chance of buying a house. I was actually renting here now in Ireland. I can't get a house. I had more chance. I was actually, I was four years there, and I was even offered a mortgage, which I believe. Like, it was, it was no problem financially. The lifestyle was better. They're more acceptant. I just regret we came back. We just thought about the good stuff and forgot about all the bad stuff. Would you ever so go I'll back? Just people, oh, if I, go, if I go tomorrow, I'd go, yeah. But then my age has gone against me now, but if I could, I would, yes. So what would you say to, you know, to, to Barry and, and Damien there and, and others who were still abroad? I would say think long and hard. Don't just think, like I heard the guys in there the, in the museum, the family and friends. That's what we missed. And then you come back and, uh, yeah, yeah, everything is great. And when you come back into the actual lifestyle, going back to day-to-day living, the, the, the buzz is there more, if you know what I mean. Don't, don't necessarily follow your heart then, Barry. <laughs> yeah, point taken. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, I just think long and hard before I do it. I, I think it's... Just my, personally, I would go back tomorrow if I could. Yeah. And, and what, what is it, Niall, this? Like, it's... Oh. Uh, well, the, the, the housing is the biggest one. You can't the buy house, a house. The housing problem is the I can't get a house. Now, I'm getting on in age now, and I'm starting to worry, like, geez, like, you know, I only have 15 years left before I have to give up work. I'm still struggling to try and get somebody to give us a mortgage. And you're back since, what did you say, 2016? 2016. Now, I had a few, now, I had a few things at home, like, you had to clear it up before I could get onto the, the, the saving situation, but it was a better lifestyle we had over there. Text in from Anne who says where does Simon Harris think these people are going to live sure we've no houses for people that are currently living here Peter says I'm 56 and I had to go away back in 2009 to work in the Middle East although I came back home this country offers no incentive except taxing you to the eyeballs for working countless hours Brian in Athlone says why would construction workers earning good money abroad come back here to Ireland and get hammered with the higher tax rates 
Another listener says impossible um, to get into to, to get anybody in trades in County Clare, particularly in the Lahinch area in the summer. Loads of work though, all over the country. No, uh, Joe and Rhinestone says um, building and contract work. It's a young man's game. Both should pay tax at the ordinary rates, up to twenty five to thirty hours a week, and heavily reduced rates thereafter. Make it financially viable. Bring them into the tax net. The amount of guys working even now, all they want is, is cash. Nixers need to be cut out for everybody's sake. Benefits employee, employees and the consumers, says John. Keep them coming in to us. 087-1400-106 is the number. But uh, Kieran Breen, Barry and Damien in New Zealand and Perth, thank you for getting in touch with us here on Lunchtime Live and uh, Niall there as well. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk.